Yeah. You ready? Let's get it. I'm telling you why. You can see in their eyes, and boys ain't playing, they ready to ride. Shaking the tunnel, just screaming and yelling. If you ain't ready, you get eaten alive. Taking the field with loads of passion. Swagging out with the flyest fashions. Cameras out and they steady flashing. Captains out, we about to get it cracking. Full of crashing in between those lines. You boys, we about to ride. We're a band of brothers, and we stick together like an army mission. When it's war time, we stacking them W's, pay attention. Opponents coming with apprehension. We stay on top of our division. We're from BCS buses to playoff contenders. Rise up, now the boys mad, mad, mad We have to tighten the boys up We here for the crown, crown We on the rise up, now the boys mad, mad, mad We have to tighten the boys up We here for the crown, crown Welcome Utah football fans Here we are, another podcast And I just can't even stand the way we have to start this podcast It is... Uh, uh, I'm at a loss for words, to be honest. I think everybody is. I just can't I can't fathom that we're going through this again within nine months of each other. And obviously I'm talking about the loss of Aaron Lowe over the weekend, the night after our game on Saturday. And we still don't have a lot of answers and hopefully we'll get some more answers. But the fact is that we've lost another player um, and in the way we lost him is horrible and horrific, and my heart is just breaking for his family, for our Utah football family. I can't, the fact that our team is going through this again, it's just unfathomable. Yeah, it's, I, I woke up on, on Sunday and I'm checking Twitter and it was like, uh, it was deja vu. I could, I could not believe that I had to turn to my wife and say, we lost it another Utah football player. I mean, it was it was just crazy. And for those of you who, who don't know, Aaron and Ty Jordan were best friends. They played the same high school together. Yeah, They both came to Utah. Aaron won the Ty Jordan scholarship this year, um, which is awarded to one of the players. And as part of that scholarship, you have the honor of wearing number 22 in honor of Ty. Um. And so it's just, I, yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm at a loss for words. Um, it's, yeah. it, it breaks my heart that his family, um, and this team, the things that these guys have had to go through at this point, I, it's just, I can't even, if you've ever been on a, a team that, that's close knit, uh, I mean, it really is a brotherhood. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything I've heard about Aaron was that he was just a great dude. Everyone, not even just, not even just the players, but the staff, the coaches, mm-hmm. um, Maddie Ford, who does all the, the the social media stuff, she had an amazing tweet about how we just lit, lit up a room, and I it it makes me so sick and so sad that this is how we have to start this podcast. Yeah, well, well said. I just not much I can add to that. I just second what you both of you just said. I just have been extremely sad about it. Um, senseless. Like you said, we don't know all the details, but nevertheless, it's still a senseless death of such a nice, great young man. So much in front of him, it's tragedy, and uh, it breaks my heart. So rest in peace, Aaron, um, and all our best to his family, mm-hmm. uh, all our best to his close friends, and then, of course, to his teammates and brothers 
and uh, Ute Nation, Utah Nation. Uh, we're all part of his family, so our condolences and rest in peace. I do want to say one thing, um, Utah football fans as a whole, bravo. There was a GoFundMe account that was set up um, for, for Aaron. Um, and it, at this point, I think it just closed. It has $25,000 that have been donated. Um, bravo to Ute fans. I am sure um, that there are Cougar fans, that there were Aggie fans, um, non-football-related people that donated to this. And so thank you to everybody. Um, you know, those things are it's, – it's, it's really – heartwarming that we, people can come together in, in a situation like this because the, the last thing you want to have to think about is financials. Mm -hmm. So gr great job um, to the Utah family and to those who donated. Thank you. Bravo. Well, and I do feel like, you know, we're here to talk about Utah football. That's what we do. But when things like this happen, it really puts a lot of it into perspective. You know, we get on here. Yeah. We bitch about how the game went and things like that. And in the grand scheme of things, yes, we love Utah football, but this man's life means way more than that. And obviously I know there will be tributes for him and things going forward. And it's so hard. I On Saturday when they played the Ty Jordan um, between the third and fourth quarter, I got emotional. It gets me every time. And it, it really does. It's so awful. And now here we are again. I don't know exactly what they'll do. Obviously, they'll do tributes to Aaron as well, but we just, our team has been through hell. The last few months have been hell, and this is really difficult. It's happening in the middle of season. So anything we can do to boost our team, the coaching staff, the players, everybody, we need to do at Utah fans. Would you guys be in favor of them retiring number 22? What's your thoughts on that? I see it both ways. That was kind of my first thought was like, well, we just need to retire that number because, you know. Yeah. But then I also understand the idea of honoring both of them by continuing it going. So I, I yeah. see it both ways. The thing is, is is there was conversations about retiring it with, after Ty passed. Yeah. Um, and Aaron actually was one of the, the loudest voices about not retiring the number, about having it be a living tribute um, to Ty. I, I agree. I personally think they should retire it. I think that making it something that is special for these two young men um, that were so excited to be at the at the U um, and so much life. And, I mean, they just were great guys. I'm in favor of doing it, but I, I understand having that, you know. It's a special badge of honor that you get to wear number 22 at the University of Utah. So, I don't know. I I. I can go either way. I think it'd be neat, though, to still have it on the field and playing football. That's I'd probably lean more that way, but honestly, it wouldn't it wouldn't bother me at all if they retired it. So, Aaron will, Aaron will always be with us. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well now we got to start having some, uh, a little bit more of a conversation. Talk a little football, I guess. <laughs> all right. Yes. Um, but anyway. So, um, I'm going to start with this. I'm going to start with this. I wasn't here last week. Well, yeah, how you doing? I'm doing good, thanks. Um, went to Florida. Humid. Mm -hmm. As all hell. <laughs> I don't know how people live there, honestly. 
I walked out of the airport and it was, I'm not kidding, it was 10.30 at night. I started sweating immediately. It was so freaking humid. And it was only like 80 degrees. It was, it's the weirdest thing. Anyway. You're dripping. So as you guys mentioned last week, we were the victims of some massive trolling <laughs> when it comes to cougar board. Oh, no. Zuby board. More, no. more accurate at Zuby board. Okay. The amount of people that ripped on you for using the word Zuby was amazing. Hey, it, well, here's the here's zoob the thing because I'm sure there are some listening. That's what they oh are. yeah, can, can hold your. I was just gonna say is welcome all you welcome fans, and welcome to all the Zuby trolls. It is the weirdest phenomenon. The amount of it's good to have you Zubs. Listen to the truth and the truth. Subscribed to a the podcast. B to subscribe to our YouTube channel, and then. Instagram and Twitter. They they didn't just go and, and do their little throw stuff at us and then leave. They subscribed. It was the it's the weird so I'm sure they're listening. They well we're glad to have you. So welcome. Now to all the Ute fans. <laughs> this was mentioned. Bryn mentioned this. We need you, Ute fans, to please go and rate our podcast. Over the course of a, a week. We went from a 4.2 star rating down to a 2.3 star rating. Hmm, I wonder who. I wonder how that who did happened. That? Who was behind that? So, the holy ones from the closet <laughs> drinkers Valley. down in freaking Provo, who holy are ones. better than all of us because they proclaim it. Have, you know, <laughs> just if you're listening to this podcast, please go give us a five star. It. it it matters in the analytics of things, but yeah, all of a sudden <laughs> I get on there and I go, oh man, I hope I hope this didn't happen. I get on, boom, two point three star. We uh, went whatever, from man. we went from fourteen reviews to in like three days, forty three reviews. The comments are pretty funny. I'll give you that, and we'll go over that. But just welcome to the to the uh, Zub friends. You're weird. You guys are <laughs> weird. <laughs> You're, uh, hey, you know what? Oh, we got more to say. We got more to say. I'm, I just can't believe it. All right, let's go on to some Utah football. Okay, we'll come back to this. We'll be back to the Zuby board. I got a lot to say. <laughs> I got two weeks worth. Wow. I got a lot. Hey, Zoobs. Great. So be it. Uh, okay. Welcome to a real team. <laughs> real program. Real football um, program. Let's see. We got a win. <laughs> Woo, and, hey it was, man. and it was easy. It, I didn't stress one time. <laughs> a win. We got the win. Hey. I mean, it, what? what? We did. Okay. I just. Hey, it was. 24-13, baby. All it, it takes is to get that first one, huh? Great fourth quarter. In the Pac-12. The rest of the game, meh, not so great. Well, it depends on the aspect of the game you're talking about. Okay. Good. Di- let's say this, though. It was a beautiful day versus our thunder a- storm that we had. <laughs> It was beautiful, but I got crisped. I forgot to put sunscreen on my pencil. Oh, neck. that's sm- <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Cougar Board. Zuby Board. Inside Zuby joke. I have a pe- apparently I have a pencil neck, which is bizarre. <laughs> that's now that's brutal, that's now baby. Fried. That's now fried. I got home. And <laughs> I was going to take a shower, and I took my shirt off, and his and pencil it, neck was red. My pencil neck, like a <laughs> perfect line. Hey, dum dum, you gotta wear sunscreen. I did. I found somebody that had left sunscreen outside the stadium. Your, Nor- your Norwegian. <laughs> That's why skin. it didn't work. Yeah. No, I just forgot to put it on in this area. Look, can you still see it? Your dollar store sunscreen. <laughs> it, it said banana boat on it. 
So I got crisp, but you're right. It was a it was hot, it was hot as hell. <laughs> it was hot. But uh, get your bucket hat out and you get your you get the lady down the row who just keeps spraying people with a squirt bottle. Yeah. Who was that woman? She's know. crazy. She's <laughs> spraying water on everybody. Hey, it felt good. I had one of those cooling cloths on. I forgot mine. You have to be prepared. I was run. I ran to the stadium. You have to be prepared for all weather-related yeah. scenarios. That was a that was a mistake. And you fans, you need to tailgate. If you don't tailgate, I mean, you should. It's 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 fun. It's fun. It's part of the. I mean, sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. But hey, this tailgating is fun. What a beautiful day to be out and come see us. We're right off Guardsman, directly across good. from. Yeah, the, look us uh, up. Directly across from the uh, Utah facility. There's some stairs. Walk up. We're right there. On You'll the see grass. the banner. Hey, I have to say, I yes, was ma'am. very proud of the Mus and the students for turning out for a 12:30 game. Absolutely. It was great. It was way more full than I expected it was going to be. The stadium... Eh, the stadium filled. It the did stadium fill filled. in, but... And look, I'll give a little bit of you know. leniency on a 12:30 kick. I It was good. Kids, family, all that sort of stuff. It filled in. 90% full. It's pretty it was pretty good. Beautiful day. And All I was right. stress free the whole time. <laughs> I didn't I didn't sure. say one swear word. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk uh, about the <laughs> that, game a bit. That's a lie. That's a big lie. Um I swore before the game started. <laughs> let's go let's go offense first and talk about what what's your overall impression you two on about the offense and and I mean, we know what the big look. We know yeah. what the big thing is, but before we talk before about before we that, go to the what, elephant, everything else. <laughs> before we talk about, I that. thought I, it was much like what you guys talked about last week, where when there's tempo involved, the it clicks. It doesn't give the the defense an opportunity to sub. Um, it it there's just something about the two minute drill style offense, the tempo. You don't have to do it it constantly, but when there was that tempo in the game. We moved the ball. Uh, overall, I, I'd probably give it about a C. I, I there was good, there was bad. Um, Rising didn't light it up by any stretch of the imagination. He was efficient. He did not turn the ball over. There was no picks thrown. He had a couple of very big runs. Uh, the pass game is still lacking. I mean, it's that it is what it is. Um, I haven't looked at how many actual receptions came with by receivers, but probably like four all game. So, overall, the offense, I'd probably give a C, and then it goes down from there because of the elephant in the room. <laughs> I, you know, obviously all the hype going into the game was Cam rising with all of the controversy last week. I think he did fine. I don't think he did amazing. He did overthrow guys in the end zone a couple yeah. of times, which yeah. was frustrating, you know, wide open in the end zone, and it was overthrown. Um but he did fine. Average. I was wrong. We have our receivers. See, this pisses me. I will say this. Our receivers had three receptions that entire game. Covey had two for eight yards. What do you mean? I mean that receivers. Not tight. So we got tight ends, wide receivers, yeah. running backs. So we throw the ball to our tight ends more than most because they're very good and very talented. But you've got guys on the outside that are very good. Now, I don't know. Maybe they're not getting separation. Um, maybe the route tree doesn't call for that. Sometimes it, it's designed Look, they, to they, go to a certain guy. Three wide receiver receptions the entire game is not good enough. 
So the formula we heard prior to the season from Witt was he wanted 200 yards of rushing, 300 yards passing. Remember that? Mm-hmm. When he, when yeah, he said I remember it? that. That's his his formula. Well, we, I, I felt like our rushing was fine, but yeah, we had I mean, 212 I, yards rushing. I mean, I don't know how you can. Rising did fine. I mean, he did fine, but it's yeah. not good enough to to win the Pac-12 South that outing. He, I mean, he only he only threw the ball twenty three times, which you know he's thirteen for twenty three for hundred with hundred for one hundred thirty seven yards. His QBR was forty four point five. It's just it's just not good enough. So for me, as far as the overall offense, um. Unless we get more dangerous than this. Okay. Oh, we're in big trouble. We're in big trouble. Now, I, personally, I felt like the O-line did a lot better this game. I'm not, I, I don't think it was catastrophic. I actually thought they played a lot better than. I think they did better. Nick Ford still had his issues. They, they did. Dude, Bryn, shredding Nick Ford last week. I'm sorry. Get it together. I agree with you. Nick um, Ford, I like you. Get it together. But He played a lot better this week. But Pledger, he had 10 carries. He got 117 yards. Bright I mean, spot. Only 10 carries. He got 117 yards. Well, you know, I, I don't know. I, I feel like there were moments there after a rushing game. It was fine. Now, the thing is, overall, yeah, the offense should have done better. But, okay, then the bottom line is, which we anyone who went to the game or knows anything about it is, we fumbled the ball seven, seven times. Seven. And I think there were two others that, wouldn't consider probably didn't count because when it was they. They went out. One was after a touchdown yeah, and he dropped it. Jackson scored as he went in. And the then, ball popped out. The though. ball. So we had seven fumbles and we lost three. See how did we win? So how do you? Well, you win don't win games like this. A is, game when you lose it seven because times. we were so much better. That's the other. That's, the other <laughs> that's frustrating. Insane. We were so much better than them. Well, seven. When's the last time you saw a football game with seven fumbles? There was. Besides that, this is that the positive side of it is the fact that <laughs> it was unbelievable. I just uh, I can't. I still our can't team hung it. in there and we won. So I I got a coworker who um, former football player running back at a D one school. He actually helped coach Utah football last year. Had a conversation with him today about the fumbles, and uh, he said there was nothing about the fumbles that was mechanically or fundamentally wrong. It's not like they were holding the ball out. It's not like they were being careless with the with the football. Um, it's just weird things happen. Sometimes a guy puts a helmet right on your arm and it pops out, and it just happened so many times. But he did say, he goes, I know what practice was today. He well, goes, yeah, we, the we only thing they worked on today yeah, I'm sure. is ball security. And he, he said, he goes, I that... That running back coach is on the hot seat. They'll, whether they say it or not, that's like the that, and especially in the Whittingham offense, ball security, yeah. turnovers. That's that's priority one. Well, but see, only two of them were running backs, so we had seven fumbles. We lost three of those. But, okay, Bern- but Bernard, Bernard and no, Curry are the only running backs. Bernard here. fumbled the ball. Three Thomas times. fumbled three times. the ball. We recovered it. But I don't Thomas think, fumbled the ball. Are we sure Thomas fumbled the ball? I'm hundred percent. Not on here. It was Jaquindon and Britton Covey. And Bernard fumbled three times. And Bernard was three times. Bernard out. fumbled three times. I don't think it was Thomas. Yeah. And then the one Curry had as he's spinning into the end zone. It doesn't matter. Look, look, <sighs> I, I'm not going to make any excuses. We fumbled the ball seven times. <laughs> it's 
One time at the eight-yard line by Jackson. Huh? One time at Curry going in. Uh, the first play of the second half, we fumbled. And that's Bernard. He fumbled it. Gave them it seven was, points. It was a short field, and they scored. There's Just in those right there are, is a swing of 21 points. So as bad as – or as mediocre, I'll say. As mediocre as the offense was and as – if we don't do that kind of stuff, if you're not fumbling, which is basic football, I get there's – It would have been a blowout. We would have blown them out, and we wouldn't be yeah. worrying about it. That is the reason why – we didn't blow them out. That's the reason why we were all we could have easily lost that game, obviously. But it's it's ridiculous. Seven seven turnovers, three fumbles. Now on the other side, our of course our D got us three interceptions. Yeah, let's talk about the positive. But the <laughs> offense, um, you can't fumble, and it needs to become more. Uh, I feel like it, it it can, but I, I it has to become more dangerous, or we got no shot. Now, that's why I think the bye week's good. But again, those fumbles, I mean, those fumbles, we should have another e- couple touchdowns easy because we had uh-huh. an eight-yard line. And we're moving the ball. And yeah. It's just, it, it's, it's too bad. But that be that as it may, that's the reality of it. We wouldn't be worrying about the offense being crap because we would have had, like, another 21 points probably. Pledger was a very a bright, bright spot. spot. Very much so. He played well, and I know that he... Came in for Bernard. Um, he got hurt, so we don't know how bad that is. Have you heard? Bernard. Uh, Bernard right? got hurt. Upper body. Yeah, yeah, Bernard. Bernard got upper hurt. body. On the no, fumble. And he got hurt. we but don't he know. Did, he did come back and play special teams later on in the game. Bernard did. Well, so, football canceled all their media for this week, which is understandable. So we don't have any updates yeah. today from Witt's press conference on player status or anything like that. But. Um, yeah. Reed, but, I, I want to say this. Our defense, that was the best defensive effort I've seen a defense play. Uh, they were on the field a ton. <laughs> I am in love with Devin Lloyd. That give g- us the poll. He's a good one to be Give us that first with. poll. That we, we, we put out some polls. Devin Lloyd is an absolute beast. It's insane. Um, hold on. I was unprepared for this. So we did the – so here, I've, I've got it here. So we're going to talk about the defense now. So – we put a poll out today for the top position group so far in the season after uh, the four games. And no surprise is linebackers, 69%. D-line, 11%. Secondary got no votes. <laughs> Running back. <laughs> it's a little harsh on got, the secondary. Yeah, I don't believe – I mean, but – but if you got to pick one, um, tight end got some votes, sixteen percent, which fair yeah. enough. But I guess the point is, and it goes to what you're about to say, I think, is at this part, uh, this point of the season, after four games, that position group, which we all see seems to be at the top of the list, is the linebackers, seventy mm-hmm. percent almost. I mean, sixty nine percent. So a huge shout out to Reed, who was the linebacker that stepped in, Kasul was hurt, so he missed last game. Um, heard him interviewed, and, and he said that he spent all week uh, with Sewell going over the plan, but the guy had seven solo tackles an inter- and an interception, and the interception was as Washington State was driving the field. Mm-hmm. He made a great play. He read it. He knew what the route was, backed in. The guy threw it right to his numbers. Um, and the craziest thing about this, that guy's a freshman. He's a freshman 
that stepped in, played absolutely phenomenal, and then Devin Lloyd just what do you what? Yes, how much but, so, we but for Reed though, the thing is that's the thing you got to remember. This is he's a freshman. This was his first game. He led the team in tackles, total that's tackles. That's just insane. So he had total fifteen, seven solo, an interception, and one tackle for a loss. As a freshman, mm-hmm. his first game, and a sack, and a sack. Yeah, and, I mean that is fantastic game. Phenomenal. That's behind uh, Sewell, who got hurt. Who got hurt. hurt in San Diego State game, didn't play. So this guy comes in, and this is the game he throws up. And he has the he most got an tackles. award this week for freshman of the week in Pac-12 defensive fresh. Is it just defensive freshman of the week in the Pac-12? I believe is what it yeah, was. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, congratulations to him, man! What a game. Mm-hmm. Then Lloyd. Then Lloyd. What's crazy is there's actually a number of guys on our team that are kind of in this similar boat. Where we look at them because they've been in the program for a little while, um, as having been here for a long time. I mean, Clark Phillips, pick six, Clark Phillips, huge play. Well, you know this—that was his eighth game that he's ever played at the U. He's still technically like within his first season. It was only his eighth game he's played. That's insane. It feels like he's been here for four years. So we still have a lot of youth, a lot of guys who are are learning. Um, but I was very. I thought the defense stepped up and played. But Lloyd, well. though, this is the thing. Lloyd got he got an award this week. Yeah, um, he did. It was like the. I can tell you, I've got it right here. You got it. The defensive player. Yeah, the. Let's get it. The Senior Bowl Defensive Player of the Week. That's what it was. Is Devin Lloyd, and he so the crazy thing about Lloyd. I thought after leaving the game, I thought to myself, well, he has like four sacks. He only had one, but the thing about it is he made the play in yeah. order for then someone else. He put the pressure on the quarterback, and then someone else was able to make the sack. He was in there all game long. He was he was all over the place. You're yeah, exactly but he right. had – so here's here, – but this is what he had. He had eight tackles on the day, including a season-high three for, law, for a loss, tackles for a loss. So eight tackles, three for a loss. Um but he added that unbelievable interception. Oh, <laughs> such a pl- which was a play. big thing. Unfortunately, that was one of the fumbles that we get we did yeah, on the eight. after yeah. we, we would have gone ball. in for a score. Yeah. But it was a fantastic play. So Lloyd had another. He didn't lead the team in tackles, but for tackles for loss, he was a it was huge again and an interception. So He's the linebacker so core again was fantastic. Yep. But the D line was outstanding, Unreal. man. Real. We had eight sacks this game. Yeah. Yeah, that's. It, that's pretty good. That, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> decent. I mean, eight sacks. That's that's outstanding. And um, gosh, what's it? I don't want to. Van Fillinger. I didn't want to. Van Fillinger, another freshman. Freshman had three sacks this game. Three sacks. But you're and you're right, Bryn. It it felt like the sacks were being divvied out, and they were. But a lot of it was Lloyd doing something mm-hmm. that forced the quarterback and to do something he didn't want to do, and then the rest of the D line. Destroyed him. Just swarmed in on him. I mean, there was a hit in this game. I don't know how that quarterback got up. Well, he didn't come back in the game. I know, at the end. At the end. But after his helmet popped yeah, off. Yeah, I, I felt bad for the backup coming in, and it's third and 20, <laughs> and we're just teeing off on the guy. But eight sacks. But the Pac-12 defensive line player of the week was Van a Fillinger. Freshman. So our two freshmen, that actually, this was their first game of, you know. Pac-12 game. First, game. first ever. That they lit it up. Now the whole line, and there's other guys that just played fantastic. 
Um, I was talking to somebody. He, he, he was criticizing our D. I mean, okay, you got to take the whole. You got to take the whole game. Who, who into, was it? You got to take the game <laughs> in total. Do I, do I know him? You have to take the game. <laughs> yes, that means yes. In total, from the start to the finish. They, Washington State had 106 total yards of offense in the second half of that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. We we dominated. I can't them. remember. Did they score in the second? How did they yeah, score? They did. Now I can't even. So let me because of the fumble yeah. on like our what was it 20 yard line? Okay, yeah. yeah. So, that's so they a, scored. That's a yeah. gimme score. That was it. They didn't do anything beyond that. So here's they the field goals. Here's the second half. Here's all they had the ball seven times in the second half, and here's every. Give us the analytics. So this is this, it's, it's analytics, Gary. And you want to know? So here's you got to take the whole game in total, as I've said, twice, twice and three times because. <laughs> so here's the second half of what our defense did to Washington State. Um. Their first possession, which came on our fumble, mm-hmm. they scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh. Then their next possession, they threw an interception. Their next possession, they punted. Their next possession, they punted. Their next possession, they punted. Their next possession, they threw an interception to us for a touchdown. That's Phillips. Phillips. And then their last possession on downs. Fourth down didn't make it. So we handed them we handed them a touchdown, and then it was... Punt, 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 pick six. And then six. we kicked their, the snot at him for the rest of the, of the half. And I, for I, 106 yards. 106 total yards. So, I, in the first half, okay, they, they, what did they get? Well, they got field goals. They got a couple field goals. I did almost pass out with Clark Phillips' pick six because it was really hot. <laughs> and then when I jumped up and was jumping and screaming and yelling and then I got really dizzy so I had to sit back down. So I told this <laughs> I told this to Gary. So It's worth it. Mo- uh, months ago I hurt my ankle playing hockey. I went to the boards. <laughs> felt something pop. Oh nice. My wife doesn't yeah. know my wife doesn't know this. She's not listening. Surprise. So I felt something pop and I went, "Okay. Um it it didn't break so I'm fine." So healing, healing, healing. Well, Clark Phillips picks the freaking ball off and he's running right at us and I'm losing my mind and I misstepped on the bleacher in front of me and it went popped. I re-injured myself. No, maybe it popped it back in. No, it did not. (laughs) It hurt so bad. I re-aggravated an injury off of Clark Phillips pick six and it was worth it. It's all worth it. It was a beautiful play. Right in front of us. What if I had passed out? Well, I would have had you guys would have had to take me to the medical tent. I wouldn't have taken you anyway. That's no, up to Jesse, your husband's anybody. job. No, he would have just left me there because it was the end of the game, and we yeah. were celebrating. Then you just you can find the lady with the squirt bottle, and she sprays you <laughs> until you're awake. <laughs> All right. What about? We have to touch on special teams. Here's a positive though oh, in this game: is that we, we kicked. Yeah. No. Here's the positives. Part of the yeah, you got is that they got no kickoffs. Yeah, our guy he put one through the uprights. He was kicking it out (laughs) of the end zone. Big leg he always has. Fantastic. That's that's a big help. That's uh, that was huge. We we found this out. That's Matt Gay's brother-in-law. Yeah, remember when we had Matt Gay? It is. Yeah, it's Matt Gay's brother. The the all-knowing one told me that on. (laughs) Ah yes, I know who you're speaking. So don't doubt it. 
Uh, the the but, other thing is that Britton Covey set a new record for punt yards at Utah. Well, he's been here okay. 25 yeah. years. He's so. been here <laughs> so since it's bound before to happen. the Sugar Bowl year. So, yeah. I. <laughs> no, but that's awesome. You guys are so full of crap. That's hey. a great accomplishment. That's it's not a easy. huge accomplishment. Most people don't. Uh, yeah, it's a great accomplishment. I can't believe Covey. The guy looks like he should be an insurance salesman. And then he's out there just breaking ankles. It's it, video game Covey. It's video game Covey. I wish we would use him we more. We did switch kickers. Am I correct in saying so that? So that's the negative. So Redding missed yet another field goal. Yeah. yeah. I think that's three or four missed field goals on the year. Uh, so I, it would be safe to say that I don't know if we'll see him again for so the rest of the year. So then we switched. Yeah, but this other dude, he only came in and kicked extra points. We never had another field goal opportunity, so I don't know anything about him. Got a big leg. He was kicking off. That's he's who's got kicking a, off. He's got a big leg. It's he hit the who extra knows points. what the accuracy is like. So don't be surprised that he's uh, not the guy, though. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Well, we won. Hey, we won. We and are one and zero. I got. I got to admit, I, I, when I um. <clears throat> okay, we just went over the game. So there was the good and there was the bad. Whatever. We got the win. And what? What? You know, I'm not going to tell people how to be a fan or anything like that, but it's just (laughs) unbelievable to me that we just get a win in spite of the massive errors that we made. Seven fumbles, we lose three of them, we miss a field goal, stuff like that. Yet our guys did not tank it. They didn't throw in the towel, all the cliches, they stuck with it, and boom. Good things happen, and we got the win out of it. You, and that just is, you can build off of that. But instantly, guys are on Facebook page just slamming everything. And it's just, I got I to think that most people are sick of that kind of crap. Yeah. I am. I am. I'm sick of everyone calling for Whittingham's head. The, the leprechaun, the end of our row. <laughs> I, I don't know if you could hear him. Did you see the leprechaun going berserk? No. I, he... I, no. Losing. He lost his mind. His mind. And look, I was frustrated as anybody. I was. Yeah, I get it. Was, it. it was, it was a frustrating game. Yeah, at about the seventh fumble, it was But he was. Start, he, tried, he tried to get the, st- the chant started. Wake up, wit. Wake up, wit. No, no, no. He started no. chanting that. He, he, started, he kept just calling for wit's head. If, and I'm going, did Witt fumble the ball on the two-yard line? Did did Witt fumble the ball on the eight-yard line? Uh, did Witt fumble the ball and give them the ball? No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure he's coached them to not do that. <laughs> Players play. Yeah, he was losing it. He was losing it. And I, I am frustrated with it. Um, I am going to do my very best to make a, a solemn, I can't say promise. <laughs> what? Just what spit it out, it? man. I'm going to try and take a step back when it comes to my losing it this year. With all things considered that's going that's gone on in this program over well, the last right. year, yeah. I, I, I feel like this team deserves some more leeway. They do. Some grace. Okay? They deserve some grace. And do not boo your own that, damn team. That pissed me off. Utah fans, if you boo, you're you a- stupid <laughs> You are. You Do are. not boo our team. You don't boo your own team. I get it. It's frustrating as hell when he misses an, a field goal from 30 yards. Look, you put your head down. You put your hand, your head you in your hands. And you start doing this. There it is. Because that's what I was doing. I did it a lot. But you don't boo your own you team. You don't boo your own team. That's what zoobs do. Period. You, you just don't. Okay? But from this point forward, I'm going to try and be a little bit more 
zen with our football program because I feel like they've deserved, they've earned you that need to right. meditate. Gary's good at it. I'm zened out, baby. Oh, do you sit by so, him during the games? Yes, is I he, do. Is he good? Oh, oh <laughs> no, I'm into it, but up, I'm not like fumbled. I'm not. I, I wasn't leprechauning it like that, the dude was, at the end. Well, he was gonna, he was gonna fight his parents at the end. And of the his game. brother, dude. I thought they had a <laughs> leprechaun fight. Dang, a leprechaun fight. <laughs> Anywho, all right. Where, what okay, we, let's. What, let's, what, are, what we are we doing we got now? now? What do we got? We did some polls. Let's. Uh, Oh no! First things first. Okay, you fans, let's let's rehearse what um, which we go for standings, or oh for Pac-12. Yeah. Now let's do this. Let's go here first. Here's our remaining schedule. So here we are. First game. Um, here's our schedule. I think you're probably aware of it, but let's just go down it because we're going to talk about what we how we think we're going to finish up and all that in the South and whatever. Good. So. Uh, we have USC at USC in two weeks. Oh, and by the way, they've announced that. We'll do that. Time. No, I'm just. That's saying. at six p.m. Six p.m. Mountain, yeah, mountain time. time on Fox. On Fox, it's great. It's a, it's a prime time game. Oh, that's so scary. No, it's not. USC looked so terrible. Okay, so we got USC. So bad. <laughs> we so then scary. got ASU back uh, here. Say at it home. again. Who do we have at home? <laughs> I'll say we have ASU. <laughs> Anus. Hey, this goes even, out to Glenn. Shout out, Anus Glenn. U. <laughs> shout out, Glenn. Even the Zubies can call him that. It's fine. Every, they're Anus U. Everyone hates them. Uh, that's in two That's weeks. back on October. That's October 16th at the Kicks. stadium. Please be, be there. Please be a 5.30 or a 7.30. Then we have Oregon State. At Oregon, at Oregon State. At Oregon State. Corvallis. And I'll, they're starting to look a little bit more yeah, dangerous. Not bad. UCLA is home October 30. We're at Stanford on November 5. I'll be there. That's a 10 No, 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 no. Let's see. That's Eastern. So that's an 8.30 start. On a Friday night. It's Friday night. On a Friday night. Then we have uh, November at Arizona. I'll be there. <coughs> Oregon Ducks. Me, me too. Me, me, me. On November 20. And then Colorado Buffaloes, November 26. Okay. So that's eight games we have left. That's the lineup. So now we did some polls today. They kind of revolve around that. Oh, first of all, maybe this doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, it does because it, ha- it will affect. It's in the conversation with these polls. But here's here's the conference record I'm, of of the teams. I mean, it's early, but Arizona State is one and zero. UCLA one and zero. Utah one and zero. So we're in first place in in the uh, Pac-12 right now. USC. <laughs> this is the this is the good thing is they're south. one and two. They've lost. They've twice. lost two games already. That's insane. Colorado 0 and 1, Arizona 0 and 1. So that's where we're at. Now, the interesting thing coming up in the next game, it's a big game because it's UCLA versus Arizona State, so someone's going to get a loss. That's mm-hmm. a big game. Uh I'm almost che- I'm che- I am cheering for But then there's USC. If Utah can beat USC, US- USC's probably they're done. They're probably done. They're done. I mean, Utah can knock them out of it. Mm-hmm. And then who that does, would be huge. Who does USC play next week? Colorado. Oh, okay. Who knows though? Who knows? <laughs> they're they're, not they're a good. dumpster so, fire. Anyway, there's the uh, there's our upcoming schedule, and then there's you know the standings in the South. Anyway, so let's go to the polls. Yeah, I've got it here. You got so I put a poll. How some of you live in such <laughs> pessimism? 
Which one? Are you, which one are we gonna do? We're gonna this, do the what your, will Utah's final yeah, record be? Record. Let me go. Let me go there. I wanna. So I I put options of ten and two, so we win out. Nine and three, we lose one more. Eight and four, seven and five. I intentionally didn't put six and six, uh, because I do not believe that we only win three more games on the schedule. Yeah. Um. So we'll go through the the leader in the clubhouse is eight and four. No, sorry. No, no. Seven and five. Seven and five. Guys, I I know it hasn't been the start of the season that we expected. That's three, that, that's that's three losses out of the next eight. That's three games. more games. Oh, I can get it, it. Can it happen? Absolutely, it could happen. But Oh, yeah, it's not going to be. Then then it's eight and four with 34%. Those are close. They're very close. Nine and three, and then eight and two. Now. Ten and two. Sorry, ten and two. For me. I I would have to say if I'm being honest and realistic. What did you t- what did you I haven't voted yet, but oh, I'd say well, I'd say cool. I'd say 8 and 4. I think we lose two games. That was my vote. That's my vote. I think we win a couple games, I think but that Oregon game is very scary to me. Um and it, then ANSU slash UCLA, I think we lose one of those. Slash Oregon State. <laughs> If we can, uh, if we knows? can come out with, I, with eight games knows? and lose two of those games, yeah, I feel like that's realistic. That would be a, that would be an accomplishment, right? Now, Seven Sam Latt, comment hit four and eight. Oh, how are on. you? How are you a fan? That's a Zuby troll. Are you a Zuby troll? Are you? I mean, come on. We've had a few. It doesn't look like. Where that. are we looking at? In the comments section. The thing that's strange on your other poll. I mean, it, it plays along into this. As you said, how's your outlook for the rest of the season? Is uh-huh. it optimistic or pessimistic? And I believe optimistic won handily in that. Yeah, well, let's look at it, shall we? Well, you two are the ones looking it well, up. Well, you're friends skipping around. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. That's what we're talking about. I can't find it. It's right it's there. there. Yeah, 88% of you say optimistic. Oh, so how, how are you optimistic, but then you're like... Four and eight. Four and eight. Five <laughs> he's and seven. One of the pessimistic. Well, yeah. He's wrong. Eleven percent. Sam, I'll tell you what. I'll make you a deal, bud. We go four and eight. I'll buy you dinner. It's on me. How's that sound? Commiserate together. Because then you're a prophet, and I owe. Okay. You bottom line. I mean, how does all connect? I don't know. But are we optimistic or pessimistic? I'm glad to see eighty-eight percent are optimistic. I'm optimistic. I think that's. I think most people are that way. I think getting back in the win column. Yeah, you got your you you know who your quarterback is. Um, I think the glimmers that we saw, obviously, we're now dealing with a lot. Yeah, so that plays into it, and I understand if that maybe sways you to the pessimistic column a little bit. But I understand that. I think hopefully it's going it's just going to bring our guys even closer together. It's going to make them want to. Play harder for Aaron, for Ty, all of those things. So the defense. I am optimistic. It's starting to gel a little bit better um, at this point. Who's going to win the South is the other poll. <sighs> Give me the results here. I haven't looked at it. Okay, so here's the so I put, poll results. I put ANSU, Utah, UCLA, and Arizona. Or and, USC. Uh, USC. So um, 50% said Utah will win the South. 39% UCLA, ANSU at 6%, and USC at 3%. USC, I think, unless something miraculous happens, I think they're done. Well, UCLA. They have no room, margin of error. They have no margin of error. 
I don't know what to make of UCLA. Yet. They're good. I think they're good. They're but a good team. We get them at home. That's That'll good. be very nice. Um, I mean, of course, on this, I want to vote for Utah. But I also... What did you do? Let's ask. What did you vote for? I don't think I voted on you this get... one. Because it Why? was... Okay, no, no, no. What did you vote for? Utah. He voted Utah. Absolutely. Well, of course. We're Utah football we're getting, fans. No, we're going to win it. Okay. I think we win it. Okay. I mean, I mean, now I think we're gonna grind each other up. Yeah, it's not. We're not it's, gonna. It's not gonna. But be I think we're coming out on top, baby. I. I. But I of do the think. South. Yeah, of the I South. think we come out on the south. I do think UCLA at some point is gonna lose. UCLA is notorious for losing to Arizona. They might lose or to something ASU weird this weekend. ASU USC is gonna pull. USC is gonna beat some that's teams. That's what. That's what the Pac-12 does every year. I'm just saying we got to be on top of the carnage. Yeah. yeah well, we have to eight and four minimum. Otherwise, I mean, two losses in conference, you can still win the South. It's going to be oh, tiebreaker yeah. stuff, all that weird crap, but it can happen. We're just getting started. Isn't this weird? I feel like we've been playing this season for five months. Yeah. It's and a, yet it's, we're just getting started. We're we've one game into the Pac-12. One conference game. The season started on, I mean, the, realistically, honestly, the season started on Saturday. Well, yeah, we're 1-0. and We're 1-0. and Everything else all before right. that was irrelevant. Uh, you hear that's that? true. Absolutely. Do you hear that? Zuby board. Do you hear that? You put that out. It was irrelevant because they it was. Are, they already know that. That's what, yeah. Okay. All right. We did do a, it's really not a, it is not a football related question, but it, it, it's about Rice Eccles stadium and the climate at the stadium. Meaning here's the question. Do you approve of the music played at the games? From start to finish. And <laughs> no. I got to say, I cannot believe this. I, yeah. Is that 60 per, 62% voted yes, they approve, and only 37% said no. What the, what are you listening to? I don't know. Are you, are you 97 years old? Yes. And, uh, I'm telling you what. I, it's horrible. I, first of all, I'm tired of having this conversation. We, have, we, we bitch about this every year, but please get better. Get get better. It's not hard. I spent eight minutes of my day today (laughs) and came up with a playlist that I guarantee is vastly superior to the garbage that was played at Rice Cycle Stadium. Here's what it is. (laughs) You go to any other sporting event anywhere and even, guess what, even down in Provo. Yeah. They play better music than Rice Eccles Stadium does. It's so bad. And that shows you how bad we are. It's so bad. Exactly. It's horrible. You go to any other sporting event, and then you come to Utah games, and I feel like I'm 85 years old. It's embarrassing. And what it is, it's not, I mean, it is the song selection, but more than anything, it's, we had a interception. We had a huge (sighs) play. We have the moment of loudness for Ty Jordan. The crowd is up here, and then they play a freaking song that just takes the energy and goes, sucks it down. And they it literally, all dies. Ooga chucka. Yes. So, <laughs> That's what I think about careful. it. Oh Ooga chucka. So, so moment of loudness, right? Emotional. Yeah. The place, every single person in Rice Cycles is standing and cheering as loud as they can. Oh, clapping. Boom, and it's, it's going into the fourth quarter. That needs to be followed by ACDC Hype. or Metallica. Hype. Or freaking Tool. Something. Instead, I'm standing there going, and I hear, ooga chucka, ooga, ooga, ooga chuck. That's what they played. And I, I felt the stadium go, 
You do. You, you feel it. it. Yeah. So, and it, they do it for the seven people that are obsessed with dancing to get on the Jumbotron. I'll dance to freaking Slayer if you play it. Okay. Let me... Let me oh, it's so funny. bad. It's There's some good so comments bad. here that I'm in complete agreement with. Um, let's see. This is funny. Hey, get the beep button ready. For the, lo- for the love of... Please stop playing. Don't stop believing. That's some BYU it. (laughs) You added that little part. No. No, it says it. I know. I I totally agree. Totally agree. Well, you hate. Bon Jovi's garbage. Okay, now this is is right. Don't stop. Uh, Okay, this guy's got to be a thousand years old. Always too loud. It's not loud. Oh, somebody said that? And then I think. That's my other. Another. uh, Turn the volume. They're related. If the, oh my god! Read it, read it. It's he's just no. It's not too loud. I'm gonna tell you that right now. It's not it's loud. Not too loud. It needs to be. It needs to be like much louder. T- it needs it's to be on ten, please, enough. for those moments. And can we please, please? We are not Boston. Yeah, that's got to go. Sweet Caroline, that's got to go. Has to go. This is a football game in the state of Utah. <laughs> this is not a baseball game in. Boston. It okay. has <laughs> to go. It is a, te- first of all, it's a terrible song. It's a terrible song just in, pe- it's like in general. 1970? It's an awful song with no hype to it whatsoever. It, yeah, we're all not I'm Boston. saying is, just, okay, the song's. Hype it up. Hype it up. You think the players are on the field going, I can't stop this. No. Hype no. it. Can you see the uh, lineman going, Ooga Chucka, Ooga Chucka? No. Sweet Caroline. Give us the hype. That is about as cheesy. That it's is cheese so stuff. It's so bad. Cheese what? Cheese it. <laughs> I like cheese it's. I'm just saying. It's bad Whoever people. Whoever Rice Eccles, I, I okay. created a, pl- a playlist. It took me three minutes of my life. Call Call, call me. I will share it with you. And, and play it. And let's just see. Tweet at Mark Harlan, please. And that little knob that says volume. Please take, take it, it off of take it off three. <laughs> and at least put it to seven. No, no, no. That's got... Uh, when it's time for some energy and some feel, put that baby on eight, nine, or ten. Then take it down. That's fine. That's fine. I'm with you. You can you can manipulate that knob a little bit. Like, you can go louder. Manipulate it. Manipulate it. <laughs> you can manipulate. Just give us hype. Just come on. <sighs> it's not hard. No. Not every song has to be like Raging Against the Machine. No, you have a, a variety. You have a variety of, of How about genres. K. Scott? Yes, thank you. That's what I said. Why can't we play Kenneth K. Scott music? The song that we start our podcast with, why can't that be played in the stadium? Absolutely. Play that between the third and He's fourth He's got quarter. other sounds, man. He's got Put them out. a couple of songs that are freaking awesome. If Crank want, it up. If you want to play a sing-along. Oh, I'm so mad right now. Play it, at, play it at halftime. Play it at halftime. Reserve the sing-along the, wedding. The crap at halftime. The wedding DJ, whatever crap you want to do, do it at halftime. When it's the game and we are hyped. It's third and six. Play And our defense is out there hype. and it's it's... The chicken song comes on because it's just—it's ridiculous. It's so stupid. I hate it. Anyway, that's it's that my poll. Big, you guys are all wrong. You're all wrong. I can't, I seriously cannot believe that that's the direction that the poll went. Me either. I am too. I'm surprised. Disappointed in you, Utah fans. I am too. I just thought I'd bring this out just for good old. Just, three, no, baby. Just, three, baby. Three. <laughs>
Just win, baby. Just win, baby. Just win, baby. Because oh, we know a lot of Ute fans are Raiders fans. They should be. Star. If you're not, you should be. Let's see. Chiefs fans, one and two. Yeah, Raiders, three and oh. Okay. Look, if you want... Broncos fan. Oh, wait. We're three and oh, too. If you want to raise your blood pressure oh, and give gosh. yourself even worse heartburn, just become a Raiders fan. But here's the thing. Because it always comes down to the last hey, play. Baby. Two it's overtime the, wins the real this nation. year. Now, it all comes down to the last play. They also play. have my true man love at quarterback that I can't stop staring at. And I so, don't, no, I don't get it. Uh, you are an idiot. Okay. I don't get it. The eyeliner. No, I want to talk about this. We need to move on. I get it. We he's can talk about his, it. He's growing his hair out. We, oh. we need to move on. Derek, I know you listen. <laughs> we need to move on. Go Raiders, by the way. Didn't, for those not watching, we're talking about the Join, the, uh, become Las a citizen Vegas. of the Raider Nation. That's true. They don't know. Huh? Never mind. Everyone listening didn't know you just held up the Raiders helmet. A Raiders helmet. helmet, and that's what he knocked Oh, on. yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's what I... <laughs> it's a podcast. They... <laughs> That's true. But we said go Raiders. So go Raiders, so you, you get got the point. It. Yeah, it's a mini Raiders helmet for those listening on the radio. <laughs> uh, okay, it's time to uh, present the award. And as we said last week, we're going to, because we've soiled the ears of some people and they're very offended by very it. Very offensive. Uh, I don't know. We're going to make a name change, but there's for good reason. So soft. Um Thank you. Thank how, you. How do we go there? But, uh, but before we go there, because this is sort of a prelude to it, it's I've brought some visuals. Okay. Again, Again we're a it's podcast. Only for those watching for on the, YouTube, which, by the way, most of, some, most of our subscribers are actually Zoobs, so they're going to be the ones watching. Zoobies, you're watching on YouTube. This is for the YouTube Zoobs mainly. Zooby board pretty trolls to the Zooby board trolls, and those on you know listening. We'll tell them what it is. So I'm just going to throw up. Here's a number. You can see that Zuby number of the day. Zuby board. That's a nine. That is a nine for those listening. Okay. Here's another number. Let pencil neck hold it. Pencil neck hold that. That's nine. And here's another number for the Zoobs. Give me a, hey, hey, Brent. Which number is significantly bigger? (laughs) So this one. Number nine. Number is nine. Bigger. Okay, here it is. Let me just one. say it's nine and one. That's out of the screen. In the last, well, more than decade, 12 years, last 10 games, Utah has won nine. Okay. Zoobs have won one, mm-hmm. which was just a couple of weeks ago. So mm-hmm. enjoy oh. the one. Woo! Enjoy Way it. to go. But in Still. more than a decade, the record between Utah. And the Zoobs is nine and one. Okay. okay. There's that. Next next visual. Wonderful Now visual we're talking eight. in more than the last 15 games, so I think it's 16 or 17 years. Hold this number. <clears throat> there's an 11. Oh. Mm-hmm. And there's a four. Mm-hmm. Utah has won 11 games of the last 15. The Zoobs have won four. Again, Again dominance. Just one is bigger than the other. One is bigger. <laughs> And we dominate. Okay. And so, if we even go for see, here's two and a half decades. Okay, I'm going to, two and a half decades. I want to. I want to say we've talked about this before, <clears throat> but these people are so dense that we needed to bring visuals. And I have to along. break through. You have to. They got to follow the bouncing ball a little bit. We got to bring visuals so, into it. So <clears throat> no, put this out there, please. In two and a half decades, Zubies. That's twenty. That's, so mm-hmm. this is 25 games. It's actually like 26 or 27 years. 
Utah's won 17 oh, mm-hmm. games. That's a pretty big mm-hmm. number. And the Zoobs mm-hmm. won eight. Again, one is bigger than the other. So the, the bottom line is, and, thi- and this is how, th- this is what has happened. And, and I Alligator un- wants to eat the bigger And I understand, <laughs> once in a while, little brother beats big brother. Hey, it happened. It happened and little brother year. becomes all obnoxious and crazy. And threatens employment. And goes nuts and is running around like a fool and dancing on the sidelines like the dancing Kalani and all that kind of stuff. Because little brother, little brother just beat big brother. But everyone knows big brother still the dominant force. And we are. So good job on getting that one victory. Utah still the team and we all know it. Yes. Okay. Now, Cougar Zuby, Zuby board. I'm I'm sort of upset because some guy called me 65 years old. How dare he? And he was off by a, a couple of years. I mean, if you're going to call me an old man, at least get it get your get age it right. right, please. The other thing is someone made fun of my hat being turned around <laughs> and, and and some uh, criticized my style. So in honor of that loser who's probably subscribed to our he YouTube, has. he's listening. That zoob, I'm going to wear this now forever. And as long as you're going to, all those zoobs are going to watch it. Again, thank you for watching. Thank you for watching. But it's I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to keep this style. Here's the other thing for all the cougar zooby boarders. Trolls that are out there. You know, I did look at the analytics, particularly on uh, YouTube. YouTube, because it shows the age of, <laughs> of those. You would think of the thousands and thousands and thousands of trolls. We have Four okay, point like five thousand people watch the, this video. The, the troll this from Zuby Board. Mm-hmm. You would think it would be the twenty year old, the twenty three year old, no. the twenty five year old, no, even the twenty six year old maybe. No. no, the analytics say that it was basically thirty five year olds is the median. Is the, it was thirty five and to like forty five above. Were the trolls? Were the people who have three kids? Okay, so they own their own. Well. Practice of some a medical practice, maybe. Uh, here's here's. You're giving them a lot of. Credit. This is the way. So <laughs> these 35 year old Zuby trolls. Now, you're either a loser sitting in your basement instead of getting married and raising a family, or if you have a family, hey. At 35 years old, I don't think you should be trolling a Utah football fan. <laughs> Podcast. I think you need to go help your wife put the kids to bed and get out of the basement. Just saying, okay? You couldn't pay me enough to watch a BYU podcast, but whatever. If that's what I, you I understand do. why they want to watch us. We're I think we're great. We're pretty good. That's why they want to watch. Oh, okay. We're talking the truth. That's great. Yeah. They want to see what Big Brother's doing. So <laughs> so, so true. We've renamed you know? the award because we're sorry that we offended you so badly. Yeah. No longer the. <laughs> so the war. The award now is called the Jackass Award in honor it's the <laughs> so in honor of cougar board zuby board trolls those anyway it's now called the Jackass Award sponsored okay. by cougar board sponsored yeah. thank by you thank the, you the zuby board thank you so much for that so now the the award is now the Jackass Award uh Bryn, who gets the Jackass this can week. I also just real before we get into it? I did a drum roll and everything. We've been doing the push the button award <laughs> for 
three years. Three years, people. This was not a new invention for us. We've been doing it for three years. We've given that award to just about everybody. In fact, tonight's winner has probably won it six times. I think he has. No, he's won it a couple times. So this is not like... Because he's... He deserves it, and you'll probably agree with me when you hear it, but it's like... No, not this... Yeah. Not Zuby board. No, maybe not. But I'm going... This isn't a new concept. We've been doing this for three years. You just happen to not agree with our nominee. No, it's because we talked about their coach. Oh, their special little coach. Their, their precious coach. <laughs> okay. But it's okay. fine. Okay, moving on. The Jackass Award is... Gordon Monson. Yeah, see, everyone knows. Mr. Jackass himself. Yeah, he's the king of the jackasses. <laughs> and why is he getting the Jackass Award this week, James? Uh, because he decided that uh, it would be a phenomenal idea to write an article titled Utah, the place where quarterbacks go to die. Hmm. Wow. Gordon? And let's that? just say that that came out last week. Came it was insensitive week. then. And now, how do you feel, Jackass Monson? Yeah. I, it's, it, I don't know how that title passes editors, editors the level. The Tribune? The Tribune, honestly. And how tone deaf do you have to be to write something titled that? You can write an article about our quarterback situation that doesn't involve the word death. The article, I read it, and you know, the thing is, Jackass Monson hates Utah. He hates Utah. He, he was after Wit when the coach changed. Remember all that fiasco? Oh, yeah. His, his, his sources? His, con, his hashtag contract. Sources. Oh yeah. Renegotiation saying he's gone because my my insider sources told me that Whittingham is Ooh. gone. Well, Ooh, I yeah, see well. he he hates Wit. He doesn't like the program. He's worthless. I don't ever I never listened to the guy ever because I don't know anybody that listens to that trash show by the way. The, so, anyway, the article was not only insensitive, it was full of crap. Even just the stuff he was saying about Utah and its quarterback. So, yes, Gordon Monson, again, I can't even remember over the years how many he's got. I think it's like around three, but he gets the jackass uh, But it, award. it'll go on his shelf with his previous awards. Awards. So this is a new award that he gets. Yeah, sort of. It's the same. So, same yeah. Award. So, so same. good for him. Yeah. I just. Jackass. I can't even. Like, yeah, he just is. He, just whatever. Well, okay. We've got a, uh, a bye week. Comes at a great time. Yeah, it does. I'm going to be at a Texas A&M football game this weekend. A lot da for you. So I'm Dang. Super, but I'm excited. Cause Who do they play? Missouri, I want to say. Okay, it'll be fun, man. But I get to see the 12th man in yeah, action and all that stuff. And be, I guarantee be, be, you, they play hype music. You know what? Do me a favor. Let's record some of it. Yeah. <laughs> Take some notes on what they play. I will. And let's see if they play Sweet Caroline. Freaking, I'll freaking <laughs> send it to Mark Harlan myself. Mark, All right. you're a listener. Just listen to us. We are the fans. Go Utes. Prayers to Aaron Lowe's family. Yeah. Prayers to our Utah football team, staff, players, everybody. We got to stick together on this, Utah football fans. Yep. Go Utes. Go Utes. Yeah. Ready? Let's get it. 
I'm telling you why. You can see in their eyes, them boys ain't playing, they ready to ride. Shaking the tunnel, just screaming and yelling. If you ain't ready, you get eaten alive. Taking the field with loads of passion. Swagging out with the flyest fashions. Cameras out and they steady flashing. Captains out, we about to get it cracking. Full of crashing in between those lines. You boys, we about to ride. We a band of brothers and we stick together like an army mission. When it's war time, we stacking them W's, pay attention. Ponies coming song with apprehension. So good. We stay on top of our division. We're from BTS buses to play. I mean, just listen to it. Between the third and fourth quarter, we have to tighten them boys. We here for the crown, crown. Everyone. Oh my gosh! And he's one of ours. And he's a former player. Okay. Harlan.